Welcome to the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast, a series of conversations designed to equip our listeners with helpful insights necessary to simplify the critical decision points of life. We believe true wealth is the thing money cannot buy and death cannot take away. Furthermore, we also believe our calling is to enable others to fulfill their own. And to that end, we endeavor. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. All right, vignette number three. Uh, Dick and Jane are now settled in Texas, uh, but now they want a vacation home on the beach in Florida. Um, what are the tax consequences that they should be aware of um, when they buy this new property? What, what are some of the things they need to keep in keep in mind? So they're homeowners in Texas, and now they've added a you know vacation home in Florida, and then uh, maybe or maybe even another state, for instance. So when I think of tax consequences, I'm both thinking of the immediate future and what's going to happen when they try to sell it. So just in terms of buying a vacation house and uh, not renting it, not doing anything to that effect with it, it's really going to be a straightforward immediate tax impact, which is going to be if they itemize deductions, so if you're taking your home interest, you're taking your charitable donations, you're taking any of those on Schedule A, uh, the taxes and the uh, the taxes and the mortgage interest can both go to Schedule A. You know, assuming they meet the limitations. Uh, you know, there are some limitations on both mortgage interest and taxes. So as long as they meet those, they can take them. Um, what concerns me is the long-term impact of selling this second house, because right now we're assuming that they're still living in their house in Texas full-time. And if they just decide tomorrow to wake up and say, hey, why don't we sell the vacation property and you know just get rid of it and put the money somewhere else, give the money to our kids, whatever they want to do with it. If they decide to do that, then they aren't going to get that exclusion that we just talked about. So if the property had a pretty significant gain, they will very likely have to pay capital gains taxes on it. So this is a situation where if they plan on owning the home for, I don't know, let's say five, six years, uh, they plan on owning the Florida property, it might be worth maybe making that their primary residence for a few years. Uh, you know, make sure that they uh, just, it's tricky trying to determine what's a primary residence versus what's a secondary residence. But if they can make their, make it their primary residence for a few years, you know, spend a little more time in Florida, you know, maybe hang out, find some friends, get involved out there in Florida. There are situations where you could get it theoretically, make it your primary residence. And then when you want to sell it, you can take that capital gain exclusion. So that's always something worth thinking about. Got it. So if I'm hearing you correctly, uh, if they know in the next, say, five years that they want to sell that property, they could move their residence, you know, and live live there for a portion of, of their retirement years or whatever yeah. until that transaction is settled. And then yeah, make, make hey, you have a place to go to back in back somewhere else. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, make it their main home and uh, 
you know, enjoy that lovely Florida weather for a while. And, you know, and then they can make a case, hey, yeah, this was our primary residence for at least two of the last five years. We've owned it for two years and uh, we haven't sold a property in two years and taken an exclusion on it. And yeah. at that point, you may be in a good spot to exclude that gain. So, okay, excellent. So let's assume staying with this same scenario, let's assume that they like their neighbors to their left and to their right, but their neighbor across the street, they don't like as much because he has the nicer yard. Um, so, but they still want to stay where they're at, but they want to rent out their Florida place. They VRBO it, fill in the blank. Uh, what are they going to do? Um, how is this going to affect them and what, what should they know upfront before they start seeing, you know, a revenue generation process? So when you get into the rental realm, there does get to be a lot of nuance. And um, so again, talking in generalities. So the biggest difference that they're going to notice is obviously if they're renting it, it's going to go on to a form that we call Schedule C, which is your rental income form. And part of that is going to be depreciation. So when you think depreciation, it's another one of these accounting school concepts that you try to explain it to people. It can be very, very strange. But really what it boils down to is rather than taking the mortgage payments and saying, I'm going to expense my mortgage payments, you can still get the interest, but you can't expense mortgage payments. What you're going to do is you're going to take the money that you put into buying the property and you're going to spread it out over 27 and a half years. You're going to take that investment, spread it over 27 and a half years, and every year you get a piece of that cost taken as what they call a depreciation expense. So it's really that investment in the home just spread out over the 27 and a half years. Um, and that's an IRS rule, not, you know, it's not like I sat down and said, oh, 27 and a half years, and that sounds great. No, that's, that's all IRS. Um, and especially if it's a commercial property, then it changes. But again, we don't need to get into that. Um, so that's really going to be the biggest thing is you're going to move all of your expenses for that house over to Schedule E. So if you need to go repair it, if you need to go, if you need to make any repairs, if you have a management company running it, if whatever's going on, you can take a lot of those expenses and plus you get the depreciation, get your mortgage interest, your taxes. So it's very convenient. The concern sometimes is that with rental properties, the IRS, if you, like, let's say you just give your property to a management company to handle, they aren't really going to let you take too much of a loss on that. So if you're actively participating, if you're actually a real estate professional, you can take some of those losses from Schedule E immediately. But the IRS, um, if you're just kind of paying someone else to run out your property for you, the IRS might not, you, might not let you take a lot of losses immediately. If they don't, it's fine. You can just accumulate those losses and take them later. So, but again, it's an area with a lot of nuance. So uh, that's always... something to consider from the outset though, it, which from the framework that you're projecting it, it's helpful. Well, that's all for today. Thank you again for joining us. 
We trust that you are better equipped to steward both your wealth and your financial resources. If you have questions or suggestions for a future topic, please direct those to infohouston at carsonwealth.com. May you and your family encounter truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. The opinions voiced in Wisdom and Wealth with Josh Clues are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Carson Group Advanced Solutions Tax and Accounting is a separate entity from CWM LLC and is not registered to provide investment advisory services. Guests of Wisdom and Wealth are not affiliated with CWM LLC and opinions expressed may not be representative of CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Our address locally is 1780 Hughes Landing Boulevard. Suite 570, The Woodlands, Texas, 77380.